Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Sci Effect Radio Show. I am Sai, your host. Tonight's guest is comedian Lunell. Lunell has had an amazing 2012 with appearances in three number one featured films, Think Like a Man, Hotel Transylvania, and Taken Two. She also starred in the hilarious comedy, That's My Boy, with Adam Sandler. Lunell hasn't been short on television appearances either, with recent episodes of The Middle and Always Sunny in Philadelphia, as well as stand-up appearances on Snoop Dogg's Bad Girls of Comedy on Showtime and stand-up in stilettos on the TV One Guide Network. Lunell is living her dream and... Today, she's on the Psy Effect Radio Show. If you're not familiar with Linnell and you've been, like, living under a rock for the last couple of years, check her out. Because, you know, now that I'm older and I got a few pounds of me, I've decided what I am is I am a bona fide chair dancer. I can't dance, you know, knee deep, 35 minutes long. Got to give it up, 45 minutes long. I can't dance that no more. Well, I can turn some shit out in a chair. Be in the club and be sitting there, you know. It's like, <laughs> you want to dance? No, I'm straight. You be laying in the bed, ladies, you be minding your own business. You just laying in the bed, minding your own business. You just laying there. All of a sudden, here he comes. woman and she looks perfect. Perfect. The bitch is perfect. Her earrings match her necklace and match her bracelet and match her ring and her purse match her shoe and her belly button ring match her toe ring and her nails match her toenail and her teeth is white and straight and pretty and her breath smells good. The bitch ain't got no earwax in her ears and her eyes is all clear and her hair's all together and her stockings ain't wrong and her foot ain't got no wrinkles. You better lift that skirt up because her dangle line is probably bigger than yours. Oh my God, Lunell is out of control. I'll be right back with Lunell right after this track by my homie from the A, ATL that is, Winston Warrior, Sex in the Rain. Yeah. 
www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the side effects radio show four days a week Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You don't want to miss it. Welcome to the side effect radio show, the original baddest girl of comedy, Lunette. <laughs> Yay. It's an honor to speak with you. It is, isn't it? Let me pop this Tylenol real quick before we start, because I know I'm going to let myself I into all the drugs you need. <laughs> I said, Lynette, I said I was going to um, keep my inner groupie inside, but um, I just oh, you need don't it, so it's not to be a problem. I like groupies. <laughs> Lunel, you are a funny bitch, okay? Wait, yep. can I call you a bitch? You may. Because, you know, you're L murder, and we don't need no East Coast, West Coast rivalry around here right now. L murder, okay? baby. Killing <laughs> <laughs> the game. Killing these motherfuckers out here. Literally. Yeah. I mean, they falling, they falling like flies right now. <laughs> well, see, we'll see. <laughs> Happy New Year, Lunel. Do you make New Year's resolutions? Um, I did make one or two, yeah, which have not quite kicked in yet. <laughs> um, I make one every year that I blow immediately. I always say I'm not gonna have any cocktails until I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the wagon until March twelfth. March twelfth is my birthday, so that literally would be ninety days. But by 12.30 New Year's Day, I had already blown that with mimosas. (laughs) And I said that I wanted to, I'm going to get back on my health regime, which I'm just starting to 
really put a little bit of that into action because it's like, do you go on the diet on New Year's Day when you're supposed right. to have black eyed peas and stuff? Or do you go on the diet after you get all your holiday leftovers out of the fridge? <laughs> Still doing a little bit of that. And when that happens, I'm really going to go back into my uh, juicing mode and all that stuff. And then my third resolution was to try to be a better girlfriend to my very patient and loving boyfriend. I'm such a, a boss and a pimp that I really don't give a damn a lot of times and I don't right. go the extra mile and I yeah. don't, you know, do a lot of um, overextending myself. But mm-hmm. I've got such a patient and wonderful uh, 16 years my junior Latin boyfriend. Oh, and he's so that. patient and he's so, you know, accommodating that I feel damn guilty about being a, such a motherfucking little um you know, gripey uh, a girlfriend, and it's already hard because of my travel schedule. So I said I was going to try to be a bit of a better girlfriend this year. And uh, I don't know if I really mean that or not, but that's the resolution <laughs> that I made. <laughs> now, you're divorced, and you said you have a little Latin hottie over there. Are you looking to possibly get married in the future, or are you just going to, you know, wait will never get and- married again. Unless the Lord knows something I don't know, and I'm sure he does, but it is not my desire nor intention to get married again for several reasons. Um, uh, and first of all, I'm I'm not divorced either, mm-hmm. but I'm getting divorced. Um, okay. I, I was content to just cruise because my husband and I are separated. We've been separated for over 10 years. But being... And as much as this is advice for any of you women out there, because I do know old broads that are not with their husbands, that they married like back in the 50s or whatever. They haven't been with them for like 60 years, but they're not really divorced. But legally, he is your next of kin. So if something happened to you, your child won't get your stuff. Your next of kin will. They can surface about the woods and come and get your estate. So for that oh, reason, shit. I am getting my divorce. I've already, we've already filed our papers. We're very cool, and there's not going to be any problem. So I'm in the That's process good. of getting my divorce, and I have a baby daddy, and I have a boyfriend, and I have a boo. Now, my um, boyfriend and I are not going to be getting married because I don't think it's fair to him because he's so much younger than me, and mm-hmm. he deserves to have somebody who he can, you know, have kids with and stuff. I'm right. not going to be having no more babies. Uh, my mm-hmm. daughter's 17th birthday was just yesterday, and I'm done, you know. So, uh, I, you know, I'm not. it's not fair to lock him down in a marriage where he's never going to be able to have children. Plus, he's Latin, so, you know, he's going right. to be out there trying to make some babies. So, for that reason, <laughs> I'm going to stay a hot milf and just ride out the rest of my life. Well, all right. Now, uh-huh. let's go back. Let's rewind a little bit, and then we're going to fast forward. But let's rewind. Many on Facebook and Twitter, as well as myself, would like to know how you got your start in comedy. Oh, ain't nobody on Facebook and Twitter asked you that. Did they really? <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, well, you it's just it's a really – how much time is our interview? Do I have an hour? Do I? You won't have to condense it to like maybe five minutes. <laughs> we got thirty minutes. 
Okay. Well, who else you have on this show today? I didn't get a full hour. I should have got a full hour. You know what? Next time, that gives us a reason to bring you back. Okay. You get your full hour. Well, um, basically, my, my roommate was a, a call girl, and she was dating a comedian. And uh, we had a big thin house in Long Beach, and he would come there a lot of times because they went from being business persons to actually dating. And so he would come over to the house all the time, and he would always say, you know, you're you're really funny. You you crack me up. I've got this club. If you ever want to come to my club, I'll put you up whenever you come. You don't have to call or anything like that. And I was like, I ain't trying to be no comedian. I don't want to be a comedian. I want to be a singer. I want to sing background for Luther. That was what was in my mind, my delusional mind. But then one night after making a bunch of margaritas on a hot L.A. night, me and my girls, I was like, you know, I have been thinking about that offer. Uh, you know, let's, I got a couple of things I can talk about. Let's go down to this comedy club and see what's going on. So we got in the car. We posted up and went down to the comedy club. And he put me on, and I went up, and I just told a couple of stories of things that had happened to me, and I crushed it the very first time I was up. Well, that night, one of the people watching me was the late, great Robin Harris. And Robin Harris um, came up to me after the show and told me how funny I was, gave me his business card, and the address on the back was to his club, where he hosted comedy every, you know, Wednesday or Thursday night here at the Comedy Act Theater in L.A., so then I went there, and I started hanging around, and I met people like young, 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 young D.L. Hughley, and then we did some shows together, and it just sort of kept going. You know, shows like Comic View started coming up, and people were recommending mm-hmm. me for this, and I did that in like nine seasons, and it just uh, it just uh, went on from there. It was all a fluke. It was all a fluke. Wow. You've been in the entertainment business the over 20 years. What are the pros and cons of being in that industry? Well, I mean, there's a million pros and there's a million cons. You know, the mm-hmm. pros, of course, are, you know, uh, popularity, attention, notoriety, access, uh, privilege, um, adulation, and love, and all that kind of stuff. And then the cons are, you know, so many. You don't get, uh, you miss a lot of time at home. Um, relationships can go bad. You miss things with your yeah. kids at school. You're not available. Um, mm-hmm. You're working when you would rather be playing. Um, uh, you know, the pay isn't as good for certain females as it is for the men. There's mm-hmm. a lot of sexism and you 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 know you you lose a bit of your femininity I believe because you do got to be kind of hardcore out here in this business right. and if you're right. not you will get stomped over and walked over so mm-hmm. delicate flower that you may start out being has to very quickly man the fuck up or you're not going to get any respect you're not going to get your money you're not going to get a whole lot of things. So it takes you from being a warm and fuzzy chick into being like one of the dudes. So there's, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, there's lots of pros and cons. Who are your favorite comedians? Well, I have several, you know, uh, black and white, mm-hmm. old and young. Um, I like, um, uh, you know, of course, Cat is one of my favorites. He helped to change my life, and he was. Uh, you know, during his heyday, uh, one of the white hottest comics to ever do it. Prior, um, mm-hmm. he fond of uh, Roseanne Barr, Joan Rivers, Lucille Ball, uh, yes. Richard Belzer, George Carlin, 
um, Jerry Seinfeld, um, uh, you know, Bruce Bruce Bell, Adele Gibbons, Laura Hayes, uh, you know, lots, lots, lots. I got lots of favorites, all different kinds. You mentioned Cat Williams. Now, Cat Williams, you're friends, right? You guys are friends. Yes, we are. Now, he's been in the media a lot lately, you know. He's been pimp slapping folks. He's been wilding out in Cali with um, your boy Shug. What is your take on what's going on with Cat? Because I think y'all need to get together and do an intervention. What What is going on? Is there something in the media that we don't know that, you know, because, you know, the media can be a beast. What is your take on the Cat Williams situation? Well, not to discuss it at any length because I don't do that. Mm-hmm. But um, there is lots of things behind the scenes that y'all don't know. I bet. I bet. Lots, lots, and lots. And a lot of the stuff that looks good was not good. Like the fact mm-hmm. that we really didn't make any money off the million-selling DVD, Cat Williams' American Hustle. We got Hustle. Wow. Movie that I've ever made since I've been in the union we get residuals for it. You make a movie, you get residuals for it, which means you get a percentage of DVD sales, you get a percentage of the pay-per-view airings mm-hmm. and showtimes and this and that, Comedy Central and all that. And we never got any of that money. We are all owed hundreds of thousands of wow. dollars. He is definitely owed hundreds of thousands of dollars. We're owed thousands and thousands of dollars that we've not collected. There's been lots of other DVDs made that he didn't get paid for. The mm-hmm. industry, I think the industry did a lot to push him over the edge. And then you factor in other, you know, illnesses. And yeah. um, what I will say is that, you know, I will continue to pray for my brother and he will continue to be my friend. I'll continue to be a loyal friend to his. He put a lot of money in my pocket, changed my life mm-hmm. on the world. And, did a lot for my daughter and, you know, is probably responsible for the, you know, furniture I'm sitting on in my house today. And um, I'll never forget him, and um, I hope that everything is going to be all right in the end. And if he needs me, I'll be there. That's, you know, pretty much all okay. I can about that. Okay. Well, I will blame the industry for a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that y'all just don't know. We yeah. been terribly, terribly wrong and terribly, terribly robbed of a lot, a lot of bread, and has, you know, and and then he, you know, of course, by his own devices, has um, done some, you know, uh, things that to cause setbacks. So we're just going to pray about it, and that's all I can really do. Interventions okay. and stuff at this point have, you know, been tried, of course, and and mm-hmm. and not been successful. So we will see. We will see. You know, it's all okay. in the Lord's hands. Yeah, thank you for sharing your insight and sharing, you know, what you know about the situation. Because I know I know the media the media can definitely make things worse than what it is or spice it up just for the views. So well, yeah, I knew there was something media, else. You know, people like a good juicy story too and they tend to talk what they don't know. So no none mm-hmm. of us know anything. We don't know anything about right. Kanye and Kim. We don't know anything about any of these people. Mhm. Completely like to, agree. Yeah, so. You are involved in a relationship with someone you said that is 16 years your junior. Mm-hmm. Can you provide any sex tips for us? What if well, we keep you know, the wild thing? For the last probably 12 years, something happened in the matrix of my life 
And mm-hmm. I've been pursued by younger guys. I didn't go out and start hollering at younger guys. I don't know when the shift came, but when younger guys were, I think it's a lot of the conversation and the material that I talk mm-hmm. is sexual that gets people riled up. And right. so these young boys want to see if I'm just talking that game or if I'm really breaking it off the way that I say that I do. Mm-hmm. Well, now there's several out there who know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any specific places, you know, freaky places you've done the wild thing at? I have a show, The Side Effect After Dark, and we discuss sex tips, you know, to try to enhance relationships, to, you know, to keep the, the 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 spice in the relationship. Where are some freaky places that you've done the wild thing at? Well, not that damn freaky. I mean, you know, like in your parents' bed, you know, shit right. like that, or at church. <laughs> Whoa, or, church. Um, on a picnic table on the beach mm-hmm. in the sugar cane fields of Jamaica. Um, on the desk at work. Um, okay. Shit like that. And you said you're not a freak? Okay. I beg a differ. <laughs> please, life, please, girl. Life lessons you learned and would like to share with us. What's your greatest life lesson? Is, I guess, one of my greatest life lessons is that your friends are going to come and go just mm-hmm. like fashion trends, hairdos, and music. Mm. People that you start out with that you think are going to be your friends for the rest of your life, they will not. Mm-hmm. And some people you might meet, and two days later, you, you you know, you've clicked with them like you've known them all your life, and, they, and they'll be the ones that ride out with you. So wow. don't be hurt. I'm trying to warn you now that your friends, especially as you succeed in whatever it is you're doing, if you have a cleaning business and you mm-hmm. start succeeding, if you have a, 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 a rubber band business and your rubber band business becomes the number one rubber band company in the world, your um, your friends are going to change on you. It's not you. It might be you, but it's mm-hmm. not you. People want to say it's you, but it ain't you. It's them and the way they perceive you to be. So I would say that just prepare for that because nobody prepared me for that, and I got really, really, really hurt by losing some friends that I thought were going to be writers. I had to, you know, I had to face that fact. Some of them Mm -hmm. pushed me to the side, and some of them I had to dropkick to the side. So that was a really, really big lesson I had to learn. Also... Pay your taxes, no matter what the fuck they are. Mm. Pay them shits because it's better to go ahead on and be on the safe side than have anybody come and take anything away from you that you worked for. So hard for it. Don't sound like a big deal, but when they come get your fucking car to drive away, you'll know what I'm talking about. It has not happened to me. I have Mm. not had anything taken away, but I have definitely been, you know, caught up and audited and all that shit, and I had to pay a whole bunch of money to the IRS. So pay your taxes, and then mostly just try to be kind to folks. Try to be Mm -hmm. nice, even to strangers or waiters or hotel people and Mm -hmm. uh, people that are doing domestic stuff and garbage men. Just say hi or something sometime because... They're working, and your life really can't run without them. And 
treating people shittily or subserviently is just the devil, and it's not cool, and it's fucked mm-hmm. up. And yeah, so yeah. just be be nice to folk because it'll come back to you in such a great, great blessing that, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's worth it. It's an investment in your life to be nice to people. Take it from a woman who's pretty shitty. I, I'm pretty shitty sometimes, but but I try not to be shitty in that way, you know. Right, right. And to my, I just want to say to my fans in the street that my daughter had an intervention on me because she said I was mean to my fans. But it's the way that you approach me. Sometimes it will scare me. And I can't hug and kiss and rub my face on everybody, especially in the summer when you're sweating on me and certain um, I got allergies and certain makeup and perfume can set right. me off. I hugged the president at my bank, and two hours later I was in the hospital because my eyes oh, had swollen up, my lungs had swollen up because I had allergic reaction to his cologne. That's and crazy. if you come up to me and go, hey, um, I can't remember your name, but I'm a great admirer of your work. And uh, what is your name? You know, if you don't remember my name, ask me because I'm trying to be a household name. I want you mm-hmm. to know my name. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you approach me like that, that's cool. But when people come up to me and I'm with my daughter, you're a funny motherfucker. Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. You're a funny motherfucker. Well, I'm not going to be real happy with that behavior. I just right. want to say to my fans, please, you know, Approach with caution <laughs> when you're approaching me, Lunell. And I'll be just I'll give you back exactly what you give me. You give me love and and, and caring, I'm gonna give it back to you. You come up to me ratchet and I'm gonna double ratchet back at your ass and oh, I gotta exactly. try to work work on that because that's just my normal hood reason. Yeah. Right. What's your favorite reality show or do you even watch reality shows? I watch a lot of reality shows. Huh. Um, I like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I like Mob Wives. I was I used to watch a lot of Jersey Shore. Um, mm-hmm. I watch Atlanta periodically, mm-hmm. and I watch um, Real Housewives of Miami periodically. Um, basketball Wives, I was pretty all over, even though it's ratchet. Yeah. And um, uh, loving hip hop uh, before because I watched the new season and I wasn't impressed. I don't know anybody; they're all new, and I don't need okay. And that new shit, I like the old yeah. gods. The old guys. <laughs> you know, I saw a couple of your fans asking. You know, Linnell, Linnell, when are you performing? When are you gonna have a show? But they don't know that you're always performing. Can you tell everybody where they can go to get? where you're performing, listen to your radio show. What link, how can they link up with you in Cyber World and okay, well, find the, you? The first thing to know is that I, I love, love, love Instagram. And my Instagram name and my Twitter name are the same. That's at Lunell, at L-U-E-N-E-L-L. I need more followers, apparently. So um, please uh, feel free to follow me, at Lunell, L-U-E-N-E-L-L. If you want to know any dates um, of when I'm coming to your town or anything that's got to make any requests for me to come to your town, it's not up to me. i got to be hired there. So maybe mm-hmm. you might want to talk to a club in your town or to somebody who runs a, a, a thing in your town and say, hey, we want to get Lunell here. But you can go to my website, which is heylunell.com, H-E-Y-L-U-E-N-E-L-L.com, H-E-Y. L-U-E-N-E-L-L dot com And you can click on schedule And see who I'm going to be You can also click on videos 
photographs, podcasts. I have a radio podcast, which is super, super fun. And yes, you can uh, go on there and check out a whole bunch of stuff about me. I love your radio podcast. It's hilarious. I was listening to the one with Ernest. That Ernest Thomas interview is probably the funniest interview I've ever done my my whole entire life. (laughs) I loved it. In in my whole career, I think that's the funniest interview I've ever, ever done. Wow. And nobody would expect that of Ernest, but he was funny as hell. He was. He was. And I'm so rooting for him because I was a fan of the show as well. Mm -hmm. It's so important to support everybody. Everybody's always saying, "Oh, if you will come, if you will come here, then I will come see you." And then you come, and nobody there. Right. So it's so important for you know we all. That's a ball here. buster to go somewhere and get all dressed up and go do a show, and everybody didn't come out to. But you know, it's not our fault. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's the promoter's fault. Maybe the promoters got haterade in that town. Maybe they mm-hmm. didn't do their advertisement well. That really right. hurts, you know. So the promoters. I just want to say to you, if you hire somebody, get your legwork in, you know, buy your radio spot, do your Internet um, and social media campaign, get people to help mm-hmm. you do it, and then do your street team. Hit them beauty shops and them barbershops and them barbecue pits and all that stuff and go out there and do your flyer campaign and get up off your ass if you want to make your money back, you know. Right. There you go. Y'all heard her. Linnell has spoken, and I want to thank you for coming on the Side Effect Radio Show, Linnell. You are welcome. I would love to have you back to be a part of the Side Effect After Dark. And we can talk about relationship tips or whatever. I love you. I thank you for your funny. I thank you for everything that you've done over the last 20 years and sharing your gift with us. Well, thank you very much for having me. And thank you all for tuning into the Sci Effect Radio Show. I am Sci. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. If you're on Facebook, please like the show's fan page, The Sci Effect. I really hope you enjoyed the show tonight as much as I did. Tune in Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Sci Effect Radio Show. Continue to spread peace and love. <laughs>